What's going on, everybody? Is we are back with another episode here of the podcast. I'm here with Jake, of course, and we also have an interview with pitcher Skylar Sanford. What's up? So, Jake, do you have any uh, questions for Skylar? Uh, I think you should go first, though. All right. Um, <laughs> how has it felt to play in this year with COVID? Um, it hasn't really affected me in Florida. Um, pretty much, it's like pretty much the same thing as um, before COVID started. Mm. Um, how has baseball changed you as a person? Um, it's made me humble, and uh, it's made me um, focus a lot on baseball in school. Your ERA, wins, innings pitch, strikeouts, opponents' batting average, and fielding percentage are all better than the national average. How does it feel to know that, and have you looked up those stats? Uh, it feels great, and I, I haven't looked up those stats, but that's pretty cool. What do you – or, sorry, who do you look <laughs> up to the most in your life on and off the field? Um, Probably on the field – uh, Tyler Glass now I just like he's like he's like similar to me so I like that but I don't really know who else yes I'm a, I'm a Rays fan so <laughs> yeah my, my, my whole family is so I like that <laughs> <laughs> um do you have an MLB team you want to play for the most uh the Cardinals interesting man why um they just been my favorite team ever since I started watching baseball. Hmm. What MLB player would you like to play the, with the most? And what MLB player would you like to play the most against? Uh, I'd probably like to play with um, Tyler Glass now. That would be a dirty combination. And then play against probably Mike Trout. I just want to see. Like, I, wanna, I want some competition. He should be some good right there. <laughs> uh, competition. That's best for best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt, going against the Angels with him and Otani when they're both healthy, no, that's yeah. not a fun lineup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, the thing is, with the Angels, you never have both of them healthy, though. Well, the thing is, is when Trout was healthy at the beginning of this year, Otani wasn't hitting as well. Now he's starting to really hit. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird with the Angels and that. What uh, went into the decision of committing to FSU? What's that? What went into the decision of committing to FSU? Um, it's been my dream school since, like, ever. And uh, I'm I really comfortable with the facility. I went on a tour there. And I liked it, so. Were there other colleges trying to recruit you? Yeah, there were some. Hmm. Uh, which colleges? Um... Alabama, Miami, USF, UCF. All good schools for baseball. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Um, What's been your favorite moment so far in high school baseball? Um, Probably pitching in the uh, district championship and then ended up winning too. Um, how does it feel to be committed to a college as a freshman? Um, it feels good, um, to know that all the hard work has paid off. 
Uh, how do you prepare before games? Um, uh, a stretch, do some band work, um, long toss, and then uh, before I got on pitch, uh, a bang in Advil. Mm. Um, if you were to ask your coach what kind of player you were on and off the field, what do you think he would say? Um, a hardworking uh, competitor. Hmm. How would you describe your teammates, and how do you think they would describe you? Um, I don't really know how I would describe them, but I feel like they'll describe me as uh, goofy. But then when when the game when it's game time, we're ready. Yeah, I honestly just love just watching the people in the dugout, seeing what they do. The yeah. ants in the dugout are just beautiful. Yeah. Um. Me being a PO, I got to get them up, like, every single game. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. What thoughts run through your head when you're about to pitch? Um, Just confident thoughts because if you don't have that, then you're not going to be successful, and you just got to pound the zone. What's the most favorited pitch in your arsenal? Um, Probably my slider. It's a good pitch. Yeah, it is. It can be really nasty when you perfect it. Yeah, definitely. What pitch in your arsenal is the hardest to throw? Why well, my changeup? It's like uh, it's on and off, but when it's on, it's really good. Are the workouts any different for pitchers than position players? Yeah, they are. Uh, how would you say that they're different? Um. Well, for for uh, pitchers, you got to do a lot of lower lower workouts and core workouts and chest workouts and like lats and stuff. And then you also have to do like stretches. But for like position players, it's just like regular workouts for them. Yeah. Um. What's been the best moment in high school so far? Um. Other than the district game? Uh, just anything, really. Probably my complete game shutout against Clay High School. Are there any tips for young kids out there that want to play baseball and or be a pitcher? Um, just go out there and have fun, really. And uh, a lot of running. Um, be ready for that if you want to be a pitcher. And long toss. Uh, Jake, do you have any questions for Skylar? Uh, I don't really have much, but like I would like to add that um, it's good to see that you that you're uh, doing well. And obviously, it's only been one year in high school since you were just a freshman. But it's good to see that you've already gotten a college commit because that means that a college really believes in you if they're gonna commit give you a scholar like commit to you like when you're only a freshman and you're through one season and then obviously they've seen you before and just seen how good of a player you are yeah um with that being said thank you Skylar Sanford yeah thank you for having me uh no problem you ever want to join in again we'll be happy to have you all right I'll let you know thank you for having me 
No problem. All right. With that being said, we now get back into the baseball swing of things. So we have some live score updates for you, everybody, on Tuesday, June 29th. So New York Mets are currently tied into the second with the Atlanta Braves. Charlie Morton's on the mound for the Braves in that one. Um, with a three-run shot and more by the Nationals, they lead it 4 nothing over the Rays in the middle of the third. Miami's beating Philly, or sorry, beating Miami one to nothing in the top of the third. And in the Tampa game, it's in Washington, D.C., so the Nationals are going to come up and could possibly get more. So Rich Hill hasn't had a great start so far, but maybe he could turn it around. Yeah, Rich Hill is going with basically his ERA, 3.89, which is pretty much Well, that's through nine innings, Ian. He's only given up four through two. True. It's not really like his ERA. That's if he did it in nine innings. Then, yeah. Still, though, a. He can bounce back. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, the Phillies are up one to nothing over the Marlins. Top of the third. Rogers is at the plate. Speaking for- of the Marlins, there was a big trade today. Big yeah. trade by the Marlins. Marlins went out there, made a trade. Said they got rid of D- Corey Dickerson. They got. They got um, what's his name? Joe something from Toronto. Who's his name? I can't remember right now. Where is he? And they got a they got a prospect too. Yeah, Kevin Smith. So I I yeah, don't uh, personally sorry. how good he is, but okay. that's who they got. Here's the um trade. He's a shortstop and 24 years of age. Here's the trade: Corey Dickerson and Adam Simber acquired. From the Marlins to the Blue Jays for Joe Panic and a minor leaguer. Yeah, the minor leaguer's Kevin Smith. He's a shortstop and 34 years old. So I don't know how good he really is because I, I haven't really looked into him because I, I barely look into prospects. I barely know. And uh, as if you guys don't know, but um, my favorite team is the White Sox. And other than the White Sox, I watch like some other MLB games. But other than that, I don't watch a ton because I'm not in. To baseball as much but even the White Sox like when they get had people called up this year because they've had so many injuries kind of like the Mets how they've had so many injuries so that and the White Sox are kind of like the AL version of the Mets if you think about it with the injuries at least but I don't even know like some of the guys that get called up to play because there's so many injuries yeah. and that's on my favorite team so obviously I'm not going to know a minor leaguer on some other team Except he's like one of the top prospects. Like, yeah, I knew who Wander Franco was, but Wander, yes, sir. But a lot of minor leaguers, I don't really know who they are. Yeah. So. Um. Then we have New York five to three ball game in that one. Yep. Otani. Is Otani hit anything? Let's see. I'm gonna look at the box score. I want to see if Otani's done anything today for Otani's the Angels. I'm gonna check. Angels. He has. One he for has an two RBI with an RBI and an RBI. Was that a home run? Maybe. Let's see. Maybe. Yeah, it was a home run. It's twenty seventh of the season. I think that takes the lead in the MLB now. Yeah. With home run number twenty seven, 
Him and Vladimir Guerrero are just going right at it for that you know, home run crowd. Speaking of Vladimir Guerrero. Like, Vladimir oh, Guerrero gets a home run. Then Otani says, I'm going to get a home run. And they're just going back Guerrero and forth at it. Over my, on the day my, my question is, if, if right now in the season, who are you giving MVP to? Otani, who can pitch really well, hit really well? Or Vladimir, who's just hitting home run after home run for Toronto and giving we'll, the team we'll so much of an offensive boost? We will have to see because one of them could die out and one could flourish after that. But if they continue this pace for the rest of the season, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a fun race. See who leads the home run leader. You know, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Sosa McGuire. That's what it reminds me of. A home run race. Because I remember a few days ago how Tatis got three home runs in a game and he got into that conversation because like Vladimir was at twenty six, I think, at the time, and Otani was at like twenty six or so. So they're like, oh, um, Tatis is trying to come into conversation. And then they go and hit home runs and say, nope, bye-bye, Tatis. <laughs> they just leave him behind, pretty much. Eh, makes sense. They're so, like, bye. In that game, it's 2 nothing Blue Jays lead in the bottom of the second over the Mariners. Then we have a tie ball game in the bottom of the second for the Red Sox and Royals at 2. The Padres are in warm-up. Blue- Padres game against Cincinnati was supposed to start. I believe it was 7-10, but it got delayed. So now they're just warming up. I guess it's clear enough conditions or whatever the reason for the delay. So that's why they're warming up now because the game should have already been underway. Yeah. And then Cleveland and Detroit, and that's in Cleveland, by the way, is still delayed, and that was supposed to start 7-10. So whatever storm is in Ohio, because Cincinnati and Cleveland are both in Ohio, so I'm assuming it's a storm there. Maybe you could just pass by both the cities so I can actually start playing some baseball, but yeah, I guess we'll see. Baltimore and Houston are still in warm-up. Minnesota and Chicago are still in warm-up. Chicago and Milwaukee are still in warm-up. Arizona and St. Louis are still in warm-up. And then we have a couple of games later in Pittsburgh, Colorado, Texas, Oakland, and the Dodgers and Giants. That's going to be a good game. And what's your opinion on Lucas Giolito? Because he's had good games this season, but he also hasn't had great games. Like, like a bad game he had early in the season was against Boston, where he gave up, I think it was six earned runs in, like, three innings. So, and then he's also had other games where he's given up, like, one run or no runs. So, what do you think What do you think of Lucas Giolito? I'm going to give you my opinion in one word. Inconsistent. Because I remember he went from having, like, the worst ERA to then 2019 becoming an all-star. And then last season was pretty good, too. Got one of the two no-hitters last year. The only other one was by a Cubs pitcher. So that's kind of funny. The only two no-hitters last season in the 60 games was by both Chicago teams. Yeah, one that's for each. interesting. But that's, but, and then this season, he's kind of been inconsistent. Now it looks like it's Carlos Rondon who's more of the ace. Not as much recently, but it was at the beginning with him getting a no-hitter early in the season. Him and Lance Lynn are really more of the two better pitchers, it looks like, this season than Giolito. But oh, yeah. It, it's, it's only been about a little bit over 60 games, which I know last season was a whole 60-game season. That was the whole season. But it's back to the normal 162 like it was you know, every other year, pretty much. So it'll be, it'll be fun to It'll be fun to see how this season goes since it's the first season back fully since last year. Oh, yeah. And also, see if the Dodgers are 
really as good as they were last year because this year it looks like San Francisco is trying to take that division from the Dodgers because yeah. Dodgers won it last year, but it was only in 60 games. So does it, it teams can have really good 60-game stretches. Like, yeah. you can do that. But to do it for a whole 162, that's really hard. So I'm not saying the Dodgers didn't deserve it or anything. They still played great, but I'm just saying – I want to. I wonder if they can come back and like try to defend their champion, or if there's going to be like a first round exit in the playoffs, like a wild card or divisional, so first or second round, or if they can go all the way and win it again, maybe. Here's what I'm going to say. Speaking of uh, divisions and battles, there have been. It's a battle for the AL East. There's also a battle for the NL West. It is a battle for the AL Central. That's a three-two game difference. Sorry, and in the, the AL, AL, the AL Central is a uh, pretty much a two-team competition between the White Sox and Indians because the White Sox are forty-five and thirty-two in first, and the Indians are forty-two and thirty-three in second. Yeah, two games back. Which Minnesota is starting to play better because they are seven and three in their last ten on a two-game winning streak. They start off the season horribly, but they've they've started to pick it up a bit. So. Maybe they're going to try to get back into this race because they definitely have the talent to be uh, win this division or come in a wild card spot or something. They have the talent. Nelson Cruz still playing like he's like 20 or whatever, just hitting home runs all the time. I think he has 17 or 18 home runs on the year. And then Kansas City went from being the best team in this division like at the beginning of the season, now being the worst behind the Tigers on you know, a six-game losing streak. So they yeah. kind of fell off a bit. Tigers are playing better than I would I didn't expect them to like win a division or anything or make the playoffs, which I still don't think they will. But they're playing better than I thought. Like they're 34 and 45. Obviously, that's not great, but it's better than I would expect. And I'm so surprised that the worst team in the MLB is the Arizona Diamondbacks, 22 and 58. Yeah. And then yeah. Baltimore, I expected to be pretty bad because uh, Baltimore was. Is in the AL East, which is a really good division, and Baltimore, I just don't think really has enough talent right now. Yeah. So, also on the topic of divisions and close battles, AL West, that's a close battle between Houston and Oakland, but that was expected to happen. Seattle being over 500 was not. That is not expected from anybody. Seattle yeah. definitely had a good year. They're seven and three in their last ten. Also, uh, I'm very surprised. Yeah, the thing I was gonna say about that division is Houston's obviously a really good team, as it's been proven. Even though they had that cheating thing a few years ago, if they've still been good, so I don't think they completely needed that cheating thing. Would they have won the whole World Series without it? I maybe sure no. though. I would have guessed. It would have been a lot closer. I don't know if they would have got the, the edge. But... Game seven, Jake. Yeah, but even if they didn't, they still could have won the game. It's not like they automatically were going to yeah. lose. So that's why I'm saying there's still a chance. So I feel like it would have been like a lot closer like those games. And the Dodgers probably would have had a little bit more of the leads. But still, the thing is, I'm not surprised by them being up there. But Oakland, I'm not surprised either. Because Oakland just always seems to find a way to be good. Them and the, like, Rays are both teams that, like, you don't expect to be good, but they are good. Like, that's what I would say. Let's go to a uh, new topic now. Fantasy baseball for the group chat. 
So, in the group chat fantasy league, uh, I am still in first in the East. Jake is in first in the West. He's ten and two. I'm eight and four. Andy's two and ten. Max is four and eight. So, most likely everyone can predict who's going to play who. But hey, in the playoffs, yes. Aka, I'm going to go against Max. Max is going to go against me. Or, or. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, Ian. Exactly. Andy's going to go against Jake. That's what I meant to say. There we then go. Then the winners of those will play for the final, and then the other will play for third place. Yes, sir. But um, we're going to go to another topic. We're bringing back this argument, baby. Top five players in the MLB right now. No, no, we're not doing this with Mookie Betts. Oh, yes, sir. You don't say he is. Oh, yes, we are. Okay, then who's your top five? All right, my top five. Number one, Mike Trout. Yeah, that's (laughs) non-negotiable. Number two, Byron Buxton. No, I'm not going at him, M2. Or actually, no, I'm going to put Buxton at five. I'm putting Buxton at five. Number two is going to be Otani. My question is, if you want to base this just off this season, yeah, I would say Mookie Betts isn't a top five based off this season. He's had a little bit slower of a season. He's still a great defensive outfielder and can still hit just not as good this season. So if we're doing it just based on this season, yeah, he's not top five. But, like, overall, like, talent-wise, I feel like he's still a top five player. Fine, we're going to go overall talent-wise. We're bringing back this argument. All right, number one, Mike Trout. Yeah, yeah, I'm not arguing that. And if someone does, um, it's a little bit of an issue. They're very stupid. Number two. I got to think. Pride. I would probably say Otani because he's a really good hitter. He could pitch as well. Because I was thinking of saying DeGrom, but the reason why I'm not is because Otani can also hit a really good and pitch. Dude, DeGrom's hitting 414. Yep. No, I mean where he can hit like every day and play every day. I'm not saying DeGrom's a bad hitter. I'm just saying where they can play and hit every day. DeGrom could do that. He could, but he doesn't. He doesn't. It doesn't really matter if he's capable. If he doesn't do it, then it really doesn't matter if he's capable. He can't do it because he can't be DH. He's in the NL. Well, that's his own problem. He can go figure that out, okay? See, I. the reason why I say Otani is two. two, I'm going to Grom two, Otani three. I do Otani two, three to Grom. The reason why I was between them is because Otani has 27 home runs, which literally leads the MLB. And until Vladimir Guerrero hits two more. Okay. And then Otani will hit another one because they just keep going back and forth. They just want to steal the home run champion from each Which other. Which leads me to my number four, Vladimir Guerrero. So I would go one as Trout, two as Otani, three as DeGrom, four as Vlad, and then five I'd probably go with Mookie for overall talent. That's where season. you're wrong, buddy. You're forgetting about one key component. What, Byron Buxton? Yeah, this season. Oh, no, 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 no. One, I agree I agree with Trout. Two, I don't agree. I think DeGrom is better. Three, I think DeGrom is better, so it's Otani. 
<laughs> that was literally your point. Wait, for number two, your point is DeGrom is better. Three, DeGrom is better. <laughs> you literally use the same reason. DeGrom is better, so it's Otani at three. Um, four, Vladimir Guerrero. That's what I said. And then five, I totally disagree. Fernando Tatis Jr. is five. Like, but he has, the thing is with Fernando, like, he's good. But the thing is, he does not have any defense at all. He makes so many errors. Like, not trying to rip Tatis, but he can, he's just not. Like, he's not a horrible fielder. He just makes too many errors to be a top five player. Like, I know he has a sick offense, though. With this, he can steal bags. He can hit home runs. He can get on base. Like, I know that. It's just he... I just can't get over that he can't, pretty much is so bad at fielding. I want to see him be a better fielder first. You know what, Jake? Forget it. Mookie isn't even in my top ten. Mookie isn't even in my top ten. Okay. Mookie's still not a top five player in the MLB. Nothing you can do or say can convince me. Unless he literally robs Seven home runs against the Rays in the World Series. He isn't the top five player. Well, see, here's the problem. I don't think the Rays are going to make the World Series again this year. No, so it's just, I don't think the Dodgers will make the World Series. I don't think the Rays will. I think the Rays have a legitimate shot. They have a chance, but I don't think it'll happen. I think it might. It might be the bandwagon. Not bandwagon. Whoops. It might be the bias in me talking. But... Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I get the Rays are in Tampa Bay, and a lot of people like to be bandwagon fans of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, and I, I not But I really don't think there's a lot of bandwagon fans for the Rays. No, there are not, and I am not a bandwagon fan. No. I'm one of their five only fans. Yes, sir. I'm so sorry, every other Rays fan. <laughs> I'm so sorry to all of them. Jeez. But yeah. Water Franco, baby. <laughs> Why are you screaming Wander Franco? Because of the fact that we're 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 uh covering that. His debut. It's not his debut. <laughs> no. When he had his debut. We were going I was gonna try and guess to do an episode that night, but no one could. And I don't film these things by myself. I say for Wander Franco, we still got to wait a little bit to see if he's the real deal or not. Because you can have, like, yes, I guess he's the number one prospect in the MLB. So he's probably going to be good. But, and he's a switch hitter, which always helps. He's fast. He can field pretty well. He can hit pretty well. So he should be a good player. It's just You have to wait a little bit in the big leagues and see if he can do it consistently because yes, he had a very good first game, but if you look other than that, he really hasn't had like a, like a great season, like MLB career so far, but it's only if he's only been in the league for what, like two weeks or so. Yes. If, so you have to give him time to like, I feel like develop and get used to like the MLB pitchers. Cause it's obviously a lot different than double A and triple A because MLB is the best of the best. So that's why I'm saying you have to give him a while to see if he can, uh, be very good in the MLB and is ready to make that jump, which obviously, right in the first game, it looked like he could. But since then, I, it's not looking as much like 
He was ready, but he's still a good player. Yes. All right, here we go. Five words, for my opinion, five words, seven syllables. Syllables. Ah, yes. Um, five words, seven... Five words, seven syllables, as I try to speak. Um, Wander Franco to the top! I mean, hey, when you're at rock bottom like he is currently, there's only one way to go, and that's up. But in baseball, it's up and down and up and down. But hey. Well, technically, he really could just go down to the duck triple A. That's really where no, he, no, he no. He is not going back down there. No, never, never again. Please, please, Rage Management, don't be stupid for once. Well, they 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 already traded Blake's now. Remember? No, don't mention that. No. And like- all I'm gonna say is, when I was remember that we were watching the World Series and we were on a call. The thing was, in game six, when they pulled Blake Snell, and I could tell how mad he was, what did I tell you? Yeah, that he was going to get traded. That he was going to go and say, you trade me. You pulled me out of game six, an elimination game. I give up, what, one hit? Jake? Or two hits or he whatever. He didn't demand the trade. I know he didn't demand it, but my point was, I knew he was going to get traded because... He might have, first of all, he could have demanded it. It was just behind closed doors. They no, never announced Like Literally, after he was traded, he was like, I'm heartbroken to hear that I was traded from this organization. No, he did not demand and The thing is, you never know what could go on behind closed doors because I'm not in the management. And also, he he's not going to say on the, uh, he's not going to say, oh, I'm so happy to be traded. Like, first of all, if you've played somewhere for a good amount of your time in your career and given you your first chance in the MLB, you're not going to say, oh, yay, I'm, I love that I'm gone from this team now. You're going to appreciate it, first of all. Even if you did demand the trade, you should still appreciate the team that even gave you a chance in the league. At least that's what I would think he should do. So even if he did request a trade it, and they just never announced that he actually requested it so that they can get more value for him, I don't think they he still would have came out and said, oh, uh, I, I hated being on the Rays and i um, so excited to go to the Padres. I really don't think you would do that. Tis true, tis true, tis true. At least I, I, I don't think that's really what you should do. But whatever, I guess he could yeah. do what he wants. But no, I don't, I don't think that's really what he should do. Neither do I. So earlier today, Jake and I went to Top Golf, hung out a bit. It's fun. Bit of a team bonding exercise. Very fun, Jake. Very. Yeah. And then the, and then the, um, and then Cleveland just said they want to be delayed. I guess because uh, they were supposed to start over an hour ago. Now <laughs> they're still delayed. Wait, I love how literally I say "very fun, very fun," and Jake with the <laughs> blank expression of "yeah." Yeah, I guess it's time for Cleveland to just be delayed. They should just delay the postpone the game at this point. I swear. Man, you know the other day the White Sox game when it got suspended against the Mariners, it took them like two and a half hours to end up saying, "All right, that's it. We're we're done today." Just, <laughs> so yeah. imagine being one of those fans there, just sitting there for two and a half hours waiting for the game to start, and then they say, "Nope, we're done." Yeah, and I'm gonna say this on uh, recording actually for once. 
this is like literally what I've wanted out of us. I don't want us to be like scripted like we used to be. Oh, this guy was signed. This this minor guy was signed to a minor league deal. No, I want to talk about the big stuff. And I want to actually just like talk normally because then people can actually hear us for like how we feel and what we like are. Like they can hear us normally. And it like that's what we're doing right now. And I like that because of the fact that how and just like we normally do on calls. And how the heck is Randy Rosarena still considered a rookie? Wait, what? Isn't he Dude, been in the MLB what? for like two or three seasons already? No, actually what he did was he played the postseason in 2019. That's it. But he barely played in that. Then they didn't get the dose of postseason of Rosarena that we did. Then they traded him to us. He was injured at spring training. He was about to play. He played a couple of games during the late end of the year after we had already clinched the division pretty much and got a couple home runs, but that still doesn't count as a full season played. So he's still technically a rookie. So he can win rookie of the year. Right now, these are, um, according to MLB um, rookie power ranking, these are the top five. You have Tyler Tyler Ro- or Trevor Rogers, sorry, T- Trevor Rogers from the Marlins, a pitcher who's first. Second, Randy Rosarena. Okay, how is Randy not first? How is he not first? Because Rigged. Trevor Rogers has been very good for the Marlins. Rigged. It's not rigged. It's Randy, though. It's Randy. Trevor Rogers has been a very good pitcher for the Marlins. I know, but it's Randy. And stop being a biased race fan. Fine. Number three is Ian Anderson, pitcher from the Braves. Number four is outfielder from the Cardinals, Dylan Carlson. He's had a pretty good year. And then number five, Adios Garcia from the Rangers, outfielder. He's been really good this season. Yeah, an all-star pretty much. He might be an all-star starter because he's in the outfield uh, conversation. Also, if you guys are going to vote for an all, like, all-stars, Please, Don't like, I, Mike obviously, Trout Mike Trout and, and Byron Buxton. Buxton, like, obviously, Mike Trout and Byron Buxton, ex- 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 like, deserve it, but please don't vote for them, because Seriously. then you're just wasting your vote, they're not gonna play. I know, and what do they have, like, the number one and two? Votes? Yeah, earlier today, when I was voting, Trout was first, and third was Buxton. Like, yes, I get they deserve to be there, but they're not playing, so please don't waste your votes on voting for people exactly. that can't be there. Vote for, like, Cedric Mullins and vote for Garcia. These guys that are on teams that are not the greatest, so they don't really get that many votes. Like, they deserve it. Cedric Mullins and Garcia have been great. Like Terry Rozier and the Horn- from the Hornets. Well, that at least got some recognition. They got some recognition, though, because LaMelo was there. So. Yes, sir, LaMelo. These teams don't like – like, to be honest, what recognition do the Rangers get? And what recognition do the uh, Orioles get? Everything that's bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The other day when the Orioles were playing the Astros, people are trying to say they were cheating because um, one of the players, like one of the, um, what's it called, training staff, or I guess you would call it, in the Orioles bullpen had these, like, gloves on then put something under the throwing arm of one of the relievers right before it came in the game. So they were saying, oh, that's sticky substance. Hmm. 
But really what that was is probably like like um one of those things that like help your like uh arm like uh not have as much pain or whatever because it was his throwing arm. Yeah. So I think that's what it really was. But the Astros fans are accusing people him them of cheating, and I'm like, well, do we really have to mention? Uh, this is what I would say if I saw the Astros fans. Do we really have to mention what you did? Exactly. Exactly. Do we really have to go through what you did? And also, not trying to be rude here, but probably the reason Garrett Cole, him going to the Astros was probably the best thing in his career. Because if he didn't, probably wouldn't have been as good. Because when he was on the Pirates, wasn't very good. When he goes to the Astros, he suddenly just gets a lot better. Wait, 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 wait. Here's the even better part. Ever since the sticky substance checks, Garrett Cole has pitched a lot worse. Coincidence? I think not. And DeGrom, since the um, sticky, six, sticky substance checks, in the first game, I remember, they were, like, checking him. He was just sitting there laughing. <laughs> exactly. He was just like, hey, what, 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 just, uh, what are you checking for? Because I don't have anything. And he still pitched, like, 101 and all that, like he's been doing. Yeah. So, he hasn't been using anything. And, yes, I, would, I will say in his last start, he did give up two runs for the first time this season in 13 starts, but... Like, almost every pitcher is going to have a bad start at some point, even if they're not using substances. Yeah. Also, this this is controversial. Let me know what you think about this. So, you know how pitchers can't use any substance at all? Like, no rosin and sunscreen, that makes it sticky, or pine tar, spider tack, whatever else. You can't use any of that. Yeah. But you can use... If you're a batter, you can use pine tar on your bat to give you a better grip. Okay, I know what you're going to bring up. No. So, the question is, the question is, why can a batter use it, but a pitcher can't? Because they don't put it on the barrel of the bat, and if anything, it makes the ball grip better, so it'll make it go less. Because my question is, batters, like, obviously you don't want the pitchers using spider tack or something that like gives them a real advantage like that that's no but you want them to have like some grips they can actually control the ball pretty well yeah jake here's what i'm gonna say let's stay away from this controversy but ladies and gentlemen with that being said we will end this episode on a decent note i'm gonna say but ladies and gentlemen that's gonna do it for this episode we will see you all in the next one.